What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How the heck are you? How is your week? What is today? Wednesday? Thursday? It's Thursday. Good God. Thursday the 21st. What's happening? How are you? How is everything? Uh, If you've been following the show recently, you know that we have a lot in the works. We are coming up with a brand new podcast that's going to be very similar to this one. And uh, it's unfortunately taken a little bit longer than I was hoping. The reason is... Before with the Sharp Angle podcast, well, first of all, I'm going to be changing what the show kind of is, right? It's going to be more direct. It's going to be more. Uh, it's going to be more obvious on a day to day basis. If you're a brand new sports better, then you can listen on Wednesdays. If you're if you're on Tuesdays, if you're an advanced sports better and you're a professional and and that stuff bores you, well, then you can listen on Wednesdays. So it's going to be more divided and very clear about what the episodes are coming up. So that's going to change. But also, if you search on any podcast player, there's a ton of different. Shows sharp angles for podcasts and we're changing the name to something that is uh well i'm actually going to keep the lid on that right now because i'm in the process right now of copyright trademark uh, i just hired a new attorney for that uh, i'm actually meeting him next uh, thursday so i anticipate this new podcast coming out like mid next week potentially wednesday thursday if not friday of next week so what that means is in the meantime we will have some shows i know i said this last time and and we didn't have a couple but because now i have kind of an end date in mind we'll do some shows i'll do a show tomorrow on friday we'll give some weekend quick picks and i will have some podcasts next week as well just to kind of keep things going you know give give you guys a little bit of content here or there so Changes are coming. Stay tuned. I'll let you guys know the name of the new podcast here very soon. And uh, it's really exciting what's going on. So that will launch. New podcast will launch uh, probably mid next week to a late next week. All right. Let's get to some topics for today's podcast. The first thing, I have this note here. I was on Twitter the other day. And look, I've been spending less and less time on Twitter. I mean, if you want just the a collection of morons, you you should go to the Twitter comment section. I mean, it's just not a good place to be. But I was on Twitter, and obviously, you know, there's a a trend of people selling picks, things like that, which, whatever. If you guys are going to buy picks, that's up to you. I don't recommend ever doing that, but whatever. Uh, I think it's hysterical now, though, that there's some people who are giving fantasy advice, like fantasy soccer, fantasy hockey, fantasy basketball, fantasy baseball, and... I don't know if they realize, they should if they're fantasy experts or DFS experts, but I don't know if they realize that if you enter the same contest that they're in with a lineup that you bought from them, there's a possibility, well, you will have the same lineup, okay, unless they lied to you about their lineup, but so if someone sells a lineup of the night for, you know, 10 bucks and 50 people buy it, Well, now 50 people are going to have the exact same lineup. If only five of them, let's say, enter the same contest, well, then those five would split the prizes. So even if this person gave out a winning lineup to win like a million dollars, well, if you have five people with the same score, you're going to split the winnings. You're each going to make 200,000 before taxes. So I don't know. That's just not not a huge topic or anything, but I'm just like, wait a minute. What kind of a moron? This is what Twitter is. I think Twitter is just polluted with young people who want to be heard, who don't have a lot of life experience, and that bleeds over into politics and things like sports betting. To where when I read things on there for both politics and sports betting, it's like, what the fuck? Who's saying these things? And, uh, you know, it's probably some 17-year-old in 
you know, their, their parents' house. So either way, be careful of the information you get. And that's going to be a big thing on this next podcast is letting people know where good information is and where bad information is. Because right now, man, there's just not a lot of great information out there. I was just laughing. I thought it was hysterical. Someone selling fantasy lineups. Now I get it. If you enter a different contest, something like that. But overall, there's a very high chance you're going to end up in at least a couple people will end up in the same tournament. So, oh boy, what is wrong with people? All right, moving on. Move along, sir. Special thanks to Better Edge. I love betting with Better Edge because it's so much fun. It's it's pretty much a social media platform where you can legally bet sports. And the great thing is you can use Better Edge legally in a lot of states where you can't even bet yet, like California. And the way they get around that is just that. It is a sport it is a social media platform where you can also bet sports. Uh, it's really cool. On top of that, Vig Free Betting. The way it works, they just match you up with someone else in the country who wants the other side of any given bet. So you don't have to pay the minus 110. You don't pay a VIG. And I recommend that for everyone. Whether you just got going in sports betting or you've been betting for 20 years, every single person I've ever come across in the industry can make more by betting with Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Use promo code SHARP when you're, sh- when you're uh, signing up. That promo code is going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. By the way, that 10 bucks is rollover free. Uh, and that also lets them know that we sent you. That's really important. You know, I lo- uh, it, it, that's a way that you can help us out. So if you want to support the show, you know, we don't ask for you guys to donate or do Patreon or any of that stuff. Head over to Better Edge, put in promo code SHARP, and uh, you'll start making a lot more money betting VIG free. Also want to thank the bookie online, thebookie.co. The bookie, your sharp sports betting friend that sends you an email each day full of free picks, tips, tools, and strategies you need to know for the day's games. Check them out online, thebookie.co. All right, uh, let's get to some parlay talk. Parlays. I wanted to, t- to talk about this because it seems like every weekend you get FanDuel or DraftKings or any, you know, fill in the blank posting a giant parlay winner, right? Like a 15-team parlay that once won, you know, half a million. And what this does is this gives people the illusion that you should be making parlays, that you can get rich quick by making parlays. What I'd like for any of these sports books to do on their social media account is post the hundreds of thousands of other tickets that lost, right? Of 500,000 parlays, Maybe one hit or like those, not, not a two team parlay, but like a huge 10, 15 teamer, you know, to make you a a millionaire or a half millionaire on a $10 bet of every 500,000 bets. I bet one of them hits maybe one in a million. Okay. So the idea of everyone seeing those, that's exactly what the sports books want you to do. Think that it's easy. Think that, look, all these people running sports books and casinos, they're a bunch of frauds because they make it seem easy to win. I mean, have you seen these goddamn BetMGM commercials with Jamie Foxx? <laughs> and there's a fire. Oh, make the game more interesting. You can win. You can... They make it seem so easy. They make it seem like you can bet on your favorite team, make money. Here's a... But the moment you start to beat them, they cancel you. They, they lower your limits. They ban your account. They, they treat you like a goddamn terrorist. And I know that's a, but they do. Okay, so I just hate how these sports books put this facade on of, hey, look at what happens. Though this lucky better in Michigan won 500,000 on a bet. It is nearly impossible to hit one of those bets. You're much more likely to win. If you listen to podcasts like this, bet smart, don't bet too many games, don't bet too much money and bet with a system 
that's how you bet sports. You don't make 10 team parlays hoping to hit one of them. And that's how you, you know, you're going to make your money. Um, on that note, you know, parlays have about a 8% household, if not 10% on higher parlays, like, like more than four teams. And think about that. The average household on a single bet minus 110 is about four and a half percent. So that doubles just by you making a parlay. That's why when a sports book thinks they have a sharp better, and then that sharp better goes to the window or goes to their sports book online and places a five-team parlay, that's going to buy you a lot of goodwill with the sports books. Trust me, they love seeing that. And on that note, a little casino talk. I, I, I was watching a, a YouTube this morning about this guy who took Vegas for millions of dollars in the 80s uh, because he was cheating at the slot machines. And it got me to thinking, you know, talking uh, household and things like that. Just a quick little rundown on casino slot machines. Slot machines have a very, very high household. It's about eight. Well, let's be careful because there's a lot of different kinds of, of slot machines. Some are as low as, you know, 4% and some are as high as 15% for the household, which is insane. But they average out to about seven or, well, about eight or nine percent household house advantage i should say not household house advantage per per roll for the casinos okay now think about that slot machines are an eight percent house advantage compared to craps which is less than one percent for the house blackjack which is less than one percent advantage for the house and then you get something like slot machines and it's an eight percent advantage it's it's pretty much 16 times worse to play slot machines for an expected ROI than it is, you know, blackjack or craps. Now, does that mean that you can't win at slots? No, you can win in slots. Yeah, I have friends who play slots. Uh, you, you can certainly sit down and hit a jackpot or hit a big roll or whatever, just like you can hit a five-team parlay. Now, would I recommend it? No, I'd recommend you go over to the craps table or the blackjack table where the smart people are gambling. But that's going to happen. You know, you're going to sit down. You're going to win in slots. Okay. You're going to win an occasional five-team parlay. That doesn't mean these things are profitable long-term. Now, now we talked house advantage. A way to think about that is for every $100 you spend, how much are you expected to lose if you play perfect strategy? And there is no strategy to slots. Okay. Well, mo some may have you disagree, you know, not believe that, but there's no strategy. Trust me. Well, you got to wait and then you got to pull the lever just like this at the right time. No, that is ridiculous. But if you play perfect strategy in blackjack, craps or anything else, okay, perfect strategy means for every hundred dollars, here's how much you're expected to lose. Every hundred dollars you spend in blackjack, you're expected to lose maybe 50 cents. Every hundred dollars you spend in craps, you're expected to lose maybe 50 or 60 cents. Every $100 you spend in, in, in slot machines, you're expected to lose maybe $8. Okay, so for every 100 you spend in, in slots, you're going to get back on average $92. For every 100 you spend in, in, in craps, you're going to get back $99.50. Now, is this consistent? Are you guaranteed every time, like clockwork? Okay, every 100 we spend, we're going to get... No, but over the long run, that's why math is so important. Understanding math, understanding that. You know, it's so funny too. One of my buddies who's good with math, he plays poker. He can do the math in his head. Here's how many cards are left. He's a slot player. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, clearly there's a little something missing there because 
If you're really betting smart and you're betting based on house advantage, no one in their right mind would ever sit down at a slot machine. You can not win long term. And if you, if you actually compare that to blackjack, if you know how to count cards, which is illegal and I would not recommend it, but if you know how to count cards, you can actually flip the advantage to your side. You can make a living betting blackjack if you don't get bound, banned for counting cards. So what does this mean? This means as sports bettors, we need to be much smarter, especially this audience. You know, that's why I think you guys listen and you'll listen to the, to the new podcast that we're launching next week. But I don't want this audience to make four team parlays, make five team parlays. I want this audience to win money betting sports. And it's not like fantasy football where we're all going to have the same games. Oh, we can't make as much. I love when you guys bet my picks because the bookies lose and we can all win the same amount, however much we bet. And I love when the bookies lose. Nothing makes me happier. And the reason is, it's not really a, per, uh, like, uh, it's not for any other reason, except I don't respect bookies. I think they're lazy. I think they're stupid. I think most bookies don't even make their own lines. They copy other sports books. There's no such thing as, as line originators these days. There's just a bunch of copycats who see what, you know, Sportsbook A is putting up and then they just copy it. And they don't move their lines based on action. They move their lines if the big sportsbooks move their lines. So that's why I hate bookies is because they make it seem easy to win. The moment you win, they kick you out. They, they welcome you in with these bonuses and smiles and make it seem easy to win. Yet they're just fucking you over every single day. They're taking advantage of you. They want you to lose. They want your money. And they want to separate you from your money as quick as possible. They do all of this while being lazy, dumb, and not working very hard. I hate bookies. And so I love when bookies lose. And, and if you guys follow picks on this show, that's good. You, you, you've won over the long run. And that's what I like to see. So don't make the five-team parlay. Don't make the 10-team parlay. Make them all in singles. Just like don't sit down and play, and play slots, go over to the craps table. It's going to be much better for you in the long run. All right, before we get out of here today, I do have a pick for tomorrow. This pick is for Friday night, and I would get this in because the lines are already moving, but it should be stable for the next couple hours this afternoon, uh, even potentially into this evening. I like the Dallas Stars Friday night, Dallas Stars minus 145. Now, I like this all the way up to minus 155. And I think Dallas has an edge here. They, they're, they're home after a road trip, a couple injuries for the for uh, the Kings that I don't think are being accounted for. And uh, it's a good spot for Dallas. Dallas's offense does not look good. This could be a game for them to kind of break out and, and get some goals. So we're going to take the Dallas Stars minus 150 tomorrow against uh, the LA Kings. And uh, that does it for today's show. We will have a Football Friday show tomorrow. So stay tuned then. Until then, good luck. Whatever you got uh, going on today or tonight, we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. Thank you.